Hello beautiful angels and welcome back to the Whole Soul Podcast. I hope you're having the most beautiful day or afternoon or night wherever you're tuning in from around the world. I actually wanted to share something with you all before I start this episode because this morning I woke up and it wasn't until two hours later but I realized that I have felt the most peace and groundedness and gratitude that I felt in a long time. So to give a little bit of context, I used to wake up with pretty bad anxiety for a majority of my days, just worrying, being stuck in this mindset and belief system of lack and scarcity and feeling like I'm falling behind. And today, just having a really slow morning and tuning in and doing the things that my body needed, I really started tuning in to, wow, like how am I feeling right now? And my heart was feeling so full. I (laughs) I started off my day just asking myself, what is my highest excitement right now? What do I want to create? And this was kind of a shocker, but I opened my phone and I created this short form piece of content, this Instagram reel that I probably spent like 20 minutes to 30 minutes on and it brought me so much joy. At the end of making this reel, I walked over to Taylor in the yoga shala and I just sat next to him and looked at him and was like, wow, like I am so excited to share this creation with you. So I showed him this reel and I had this vision of showing this reel to our kids in like, who knows, 20 years, 30 years. And yeah, I just ended up crying at the end because I was realizing how fucking special this life is right now. And if a younger version of self saw me right now, she would be so happy she is so happy and so blessed and grateful and this whole realization of me feeling so much peace this morning came in that moment where I was like wow like anxiety used to be the dominant emotion and feeling that I felt in my body every single day when I'd wake up and just going throughout my days and now I've gotten to a point where I'm really starting to feel more at peace in myself with myself So that's been a big deal. So I really just wanted to speak that and celebrate that. And yeah, just bring it to your awareness that it's so important to just stop and take a moment and reflect on your life and how far you've already come to this moment. Because so often we just get caught in this cycle of looking to the next thing and wanting more, wanting to become more. And so we forget how far we've already come in this human experience, in our journey, and in our evolution of consciousness. So take a moment, sit into gratitude, hug yourself, feel yourself, really just reflect on your life and what you have right now, tapping deeper into gratitude. So starting this episode off, I really just want to preface with this because it's a really sensitive area, a very shadowy area. And I say shadowy 
not because it's dark, but because it's not really talked about enough. And so many people, and I don't want to say especially women struggle with this. I say this because I'm a woman, but I know that so many women struggle with body dysmorphia and eating disorders and just hating their self-image and the way they look, not loving their body because it doesn't look a certain way. And yeah, this is something that I've really been struggling with the last few weeks being here in Portugal because I've noticed my body shifting here. And although people from the outside would probably be like, wow, you're crazy, your body looks amazing. For me, looking at myself in the mirror every single day, I've really been not loving myself as I should, as I want to, as I, wow, as I could, you know, and so many women struggle with this because we go about life and we get caught up in our things and our routines and our careers and we might forget to take care of our bodies in the way that, you know, makes us really feel good and so so many of us struggle with body dysmorphia and looking at ourselves and almost feeling disgusted. And I've also been feeling this way. And to give a little bit of more context too, I used to struggle with body dysmorphia pretty severely in college because for my whole life, I was pretty thin. Like growing up in my teenage years, I was pretty stick skinny. And I was ashamed of my body then because all of these women, all of these girls were like starting to grow into their bodies. They started growing boobs. They had nice butts. And I was just this stick skinny girl. And there was a lot of insecurity and shame around that. And going into college, playing volleyball and preparing for college and volleyball, I started gaining muscle. And for the first time in my life, I actually started to love my body because I started gaining muscle, and I was toned, and I was fit, I was an athlete, and going into college, my body was that peak shape, super toned, I felt best I've ever felt in my life, but about four to five months into my freshman year of college playing volleyball, I started feeling really bad, I started getting sick, started feeling super fatigued and just heavy and started feeling bloated and just not good in my body and as I was looking in the mirror every single day when I'd wake up and just shower the mirror is actually in front of my shower so I'd see myself every single day I really noticed the inflammation that started accumulating in my body I started gaining some weight which of course it's it's fine and I shouldn't have been as hard on myself as I was, but I really wanted to bring this to surface because there's this expectation that we put on ourselves as women especially and men too, but we think that we have to look a certain way, that our bodies have to be a certain way to be considered beautiful. And this is the fucked up aspect of our society where Growing up as little girls, we're presented with even like Barbie dolls and just these advertisements and marketing campaigns where women 
are like completely photoshopped and airbrushed and there's these unrealistic expectations of what we think our bodies should look like as women and men. And that completely just fucks us up growing up because we think we have to look a certain way to be loved, accepted, to be worthy when that is completely just this societal belief and toxic, toxic belief system that is so deeply ingrained in all of us because we see billboards and marketing campaigns and advertisements on TV, on social media, everywhere we go in cities. And so this creates such an unhealthy belief system within the minds of human beings, especially in teenagers. I would say that's like literally the most vulnerable time in the human experience where we're so insecure. We're like just growing into our bodies, into our human meat suits, just pretty much like walking on our two feet, just experiencing this life, feeling super insecure and unsure. And we think we have to be a certain way. And so I really feel that this is where a lot of masking comes in, trying to be something that we're not. And this goes so beyond the whole body dysmorphia and eating disorder, brain and societal pressure of having to look and be a certain way but going back to the eating disorder and body dysmorphia the body dysmorphia comes in so strong because when we don't look the way that we think we have to or the way we want to in order to be loved and deemed worthy and accepted there's so many mental health issues and unacceptance like we don't accept ourselves as we are we don't accept our body as it is and this honestly turns into such a painful suffering journey and I speak to this so wholeheartedly because I've experienced this myself in my own life in my own journey so I pretty much left off at college and feeling the way I did there and gaining weight for the first time and being overweight, the heaviest I've ever been in my life. And I did not feel good. And there was this whole new wave of body dysmorphia that came in because I felt fat. And that's just how I felt. Maybe that's not what I was perceived as, but I felt heavy. I did not feel good in my body. And this is where also... I realized that there was a lot of emotional eating because I was in a state where I wasn't being nourished. My soul wasn't being nourished in the ways that I needed. I was playing D1 volleyball. I was rushing. I was doing school, but I wasn't really taking care of myself. And so when I was eating, I was eating because I had to eat. And the quality of foods that I was eating also wasn't good and so and gaining all of this weight was a really big wake-up call for me to reflect on what am I eating when am I eating how am I eating and how am I really feeling in my body because 
not only was I looking at myself and really not loving how my body looked, but I was also not feeling good physically. I was feeling ill, fatigued, and just not good half of the time. So although I did have body dysmorphia and there was a lot of emotional eating and stress eating, it was a big wake-up call for me to really go on this healing journey to feel good within myself. So that's the journey that I went on and I ended up losing some weight, feeling really good, and just being in an overall state of homeostasis and balance within my body again. And so from that point on, there have been a lot of ebbs and flows through my journey where I'll be taking really good care of my health. I'll be in peak shape, peak form, feeling the best I'll ever feel. And then there'll be a shift in my life where maybe I'll be traveling or shifting a location and my health might not be at peak. And you know, that's okay because we're constantly shifting and changing in this human experience, in this human journey. And we're in a constant ebb and flow. We're constantly shifting and changing. But with these shifts and changes also came these waves of body dysmorphia and really hating the way I looked and feeling so terrible about myself because of the way I looked. And Yeah, just like speaking vulnerably right now, before coming to Portugal and just this whole entire year, I was in really good health and I felt really good for the most part. I was really taking care of my gut health because some health issues came up. I actually had candida overgrowth within my body that I got tested for and really started taking care of my gut health because candida actually originates from an imbalanced gut so when I started taking care of my gut health and was working out I was feeling the best I ever did my body also reflected that and I was feeling good and strong and light but yeah coming to Portugal and just coming to present day and really reflecting on everything right now I don't feel good in my body and I'm really trying to come to acceptance with where I am right now knowing that This isn't going to last forever and, you know, like I will go back to my health routines, my habits and the things that make me feel good once I get home and feel grounded again. But yeah, like being here, I've been feeling insecure about my body, even around Taylor, my partner, even though he loves me exactly as I am and he's been really supportive and the best because... Yeah, I talk about it and I'm so open with him and sometimes I'll be looking at myself in the mirror and I'll get really sad or I'll even start crying because I do really care about taking care of my health and my body and I really just feel that my body is a reflection of how I'm taking care of myself in each and every chapter and phase of my life. So that's really how... I've been feeling here and I am noticing how when I'm feeling ungrounded or when I'm traveling, it is a lot harder to be in a flow of having all of my staples, having all of the things I need in my kitchen and really just having enough space in my physical area and my space to not only do my morning routines, but 
also just get the best quality foods and have protein dominant meals and also work out so yeah I just really wanted to share that because again I feel that this is such a big shadow aspect of our society and again I don't say shadow meaning in a dark way but meaning that it's just such a topic that's not really spoken about where so many people deal with this so many people deal with this and I feel like especially women and men especially women in their early 20s and just becoming adults because so many of us have had like super active lifestyles as teenagers maybe you were an athlete maybe you were a dancer maybe you were a runner and you become an adult you get a job maybe you start working in a career and you're not as active anymore and so this weight starts coming on you might not be taking care of yourself physically and you might not be taking care of your health as much and that really reflects in your body and if you have these beliefs about what is beautiful what makes a woman's body beautiful what makes a man's body beautiful then this is a really real mental battle and mental health issue that is so prominent and so not talked about so with that i really want to share a few tips and things that i'm going to be doing that i've done in the past that have really helped me get myself in check and come to a place of deep self-love and self-acceptance exactly where i'm at especially when i'm in these vulnerable states of feeling unworthy feeling fat feeling not enough and just feeling ugly you know and like that's not the truth but that's deep down how I feel sometimes when I'm in these really vulnerable states where I might be heavier, I might have some extra fat on my body, which is totally okay. But yeah, when I'm in these states, I just love to look at myself in the eyes, in the mirror, and speak to my inner child. So if you were looking at your inner child in the mirror right now, and maybe you're not feeling best about your body, how would you speak to your inner child, you know? How would you speak to a child? Because a lot of times, the way we speak to ourselves is so cruel, and we don't even realize it until we realize it, you know? So take a moment and just eye gaze with yourself. Speak to your inner child as if you are that child because you are that child, you know? Your inner child is within you, is always within you, and we're so critical on ourselves. So be nice. Speak to yourself with love, with kindness, with ease. Another thing to know is that nothing is permanent. So if you're feeling some type of way about your self-image, about your body, not feeling good, know that it is not permanent and that your body is constantly shifting and changing. And you have the ability to take control and power of your health. And be in an empowered state to actually shift your state of being and your physical body from a state of love not from a state of fear because when we are in a state of not loving our body and hating the way we look and wanting to change because we hate the way we look we are really just coming from a place of fear and not love and anything that comes from fear is not sustainable 
So if you're working out because you hate the the way your body looks, that will not last long. And a lot of times we go back into this yo-yo effect where if we hate our body and we start working out because we hate our body, we eventually stop. And then we get into these patterns of emotional eating again, you know? So getting into healthy patterns and healthy habits from a place of love because we want to feel good, because we want to look good, is the most sustainable and loving way that we can make the shifts within ourselves. Another thing to know is when am I satiated? When I'm eating, when am I feeling full? Because a lot of times if we're serving ourselves food, we'll just eat everything on our plate without having the awareness when we're, of when we're full versus when we're overeating. So I think that's a really important pointer that I've actually caught myself in a lot here in Portugal where I'll put a plate of food on my plate or I'll be served food and I'll just eat the whole plate because I'm like, oh, I can't leave any scraps, you know? But at the same time, I'll notice that I'm full and I'm still eating. And yeah, that's just like a lack of awareness that I have during those moments. And I'm, all of us have, we all get caught in those moments and it's totally okay. Having self-forgiveness for that is key, you know? Loving yourself either way. Another thing is, am I emotionally eating? So how often am I eating sweets? When and why am I eating, you know? And really, really reflecting on those questions because a lot of times we'll emotionally eat because maybe something traumatic happened in our childhood and we had a coping mechanism to really fulfill what was not filled in our childhood. And a lot of times this comes in forms of sugar, ice cream, and cookies. But... It's not, it's not healthy, you know? And recognizing what void you're filling is so important because once you recognize what you're trying to fill with food, you can fulfill yourself in other ways that are actually happy and healthy and sustainable and will make you feel good. And let me see. Hmm. Another important thing is just being mindful in your everyday life? What are the foods that make me feel good? How often in a day am I snacking or eating or eating meals? And just being really mindful of the quality of the foods that you're eating. Am I eating a lot of carbs or carb-based diet? Or am I eating a protein-dominant diet? So mindfulness is a big key tool that I love to use in my own life to just check myself and to be loving and have a whole type of life you know also eating whole foods avoiding sugar refined carbs processed foods those are all things that not only contribute to weight gain but also really fuck with our mental health you know if we're not eating real whole natural organic foods local foods then that really messes with us, you know? Processed food, fake foods, it's not it's not good for our gut. It's not good for mental health. Our gut and our brain are di- directly connected. So that's that. And abandoning diets. Being super strict on what you're eating and what you're not eating is not sustainable. And again, that leads to a yo-yo effect. And that's not good. So really, I feel that mindfulness 
is the key in all of this and emotional eating and body dysmorphia because when we're mindful of our inner our inner conversations how we're speaking to ourselves we can really realize am i being mean to myself am i being supportive of my human being and my evolution or am i being negative and harmful to myself am i eating healthy whole foods that make me feel good or am i emotionally eating and overeating to fill a void within myself and if i'm aware that i'm in if there <laughs> and if i'm aware that i'm in a place or a situation in life where maybe not everything is perfect and i'm kind of out of control with my environment and my foods can i come to a place of acceptance and knowing that things are going to change and things are temporary and impermanent and that i have the power and the ability to return back to a state of loving wholeness and health so yeah i really feel that all of these things are so important and most of all just coming to a place of self-acceptance and self-love for every part of your phases of your life and every part of your journey is the most important thing so yeah let's take a deep breath in through the nose and letting go everything at the mouth yeah wow i'm i'm really grateful that i've gotten to a place where i can speak so openly and vulnerably about my journey and what i'm experiencing in my life every single day because for a long time i was very silent about it and really didn't speak about it to anyone not to my friends not to my mom not to my family and it really caused a lot of internal suffering and suppression most of all a lot of suppression and that's the part of the shadow you know because it's not talked about and that just causes a lot of pain so i'm really blessed to be able to illuminate this part of myself and to feel safe within myself to be able to speak about this topic because it is so real so real for so many people and it's been so real for me and i also want to bring up the topic of social media because social media makes it portray that people's lives are so perfect you know and it's not that you know we all have our issues we all deal with our internal battles our mental battles and these are just some of mine you know body dysmorphia and emotional eating is so real it's such a real societal pain and it causes so much suffering because of our societal constructs so i just want to let you know if you're going through any of this if you're feeling any of this i see you i hear you and i feel you so deeply and you're not alone and if you're experiencing any of this just please know that the most important thing that you can do is come to a place of self-acceptance and self-love and you need more love from yourself during these times and any other time because when we're in a high space and feeling good about our lives it's so easy to tap into gratitude 
but really tapping into a state of love and acceptance in our darkest periods and the times where we feel our lowest is the most important and it's the only way that we can build ourselves up because if it doesn't come from within then you know it's not going to be sustainable and people can say nice things outside of you and it won't hit if you're not loving yourself from within so again you're not alone i love you i see you If you resonated with any of this or you have anything that you want to say, please message me on Instagram. Leave a comment in the show notes, maybe something else, maybe another topic you'd like me to talk about. But yeah, share this with your friends, your loved ones. Share this on your story. Tag me, message me at Holistic Cloud on Instagram. And... I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. If you're still listening to this episode and be sure to rate the show. And again, I love you guys. I will see you next week. Have a beautiful day.